I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey, good day everyone. Once again, welcome back to the Financial Coconut. And today we're going to talk a little bit more about, you know, the different kind of budgets that I think it's great to have in a stable relationship because you realize that you know many people um, they quarrel and they have disputes over spending habits they have disputes over like you know I want to do this but you know my boyfriend girlfriend doesn't want to do that you know etc etc and all these kind of different things that actually will build up into a future when you when you guys get married Right? And you start to see a lot of families have a lot, a lot of financial issues. Whether is it a difference in financial lifestyle, whether is it, you know, actual financial breakdown because, you know, they've not been doing all that they need to do to build their financial safety net, to invest into the future and do all those different things. Or whether is it just because recession hits, loss of income and then something happens. So all those little, little stuff that... You know, we're going to talk about when it comes to marriage. We're going to do it next week with our special guest in-house. How to create a successful marriage while managing finances well. But today, today we're going to focus on if you are in a stable relationship already. That means you guys have been together for a while. You're no longer dating. It's like exclusive and it's stable. What are some of the budgets that will help you to further flourish your stable relationship. So today, it's about three budgets to have in a stable relationship. So good morning, everyone. I welcome you to another day with a financial coconut. In our podcast, we'll be debunking financial myths, discovering best financial practices, discussing financial strategies that fits our unique life. You get it. Ultimately, empowering us to create a life we love while managing our finances as well. Today's topic is three budgets to have in a stable relationship. So yes, after you date, you know, you go through all these, you know, crazy period of trying to find someone that is worthy of developing further. You want to, then you move into this phase of what many people will call a stable relationship. But in actuality, it's not very stable. Huh? Because you're both trying to understand each other. You're still going through this period of connecting and discovering and trying to get to know each other better. All the nooks and the crannies of an individual. But one thing is certain is that you both of you are ready to invest. That means you have already you know, reach a point where you decide that, okay, we can invest in this relationship, that we want to take this further. Doesn't mean it's marriage. Huh? The marriage is still very further down the road, but it's like uh, we are ready to commit. Yes, the word is commit to each other and ready to start to get to know each other on a much deeper level. And that is a stable relationship. At least in my view, yeah, Um I mean, if you are like super modern, like a uh, polyamory or like a, uh, 
you know, whatever, then then that is a whole different ball game, you know. It's like I can't Woo, it's, woo, I don't know, man. But yes, if you are in a stable relationship, I feel that there are certain things that we can do to, you know, get to know each other better and really just dive deeper and dig deeper into this relationship to then ultimately decide that, you know, do we want to bring this even further to get married or to confirm that this will be our life companion, whether or not you get married. Okay, so the first thing that I feel, the first budget that I feel you should have in a stable relationship is a common household budget. I get it. A lot of people, when they're still dating, not married yet, right? There isn't this idea of a common household budget because you're not a household yet, right? And then suddenly when, when you get married, out of a sudden, there needs to be a common household budget because you live in the same house, you're going to commit to many different things. But if we think about it, to be able to get to that phase of like marriage and managing money together, why don't we roll back a little bit, slightly before marriage when things are stable, to actually create a common household budget that we can you know, use it to buy daily, monthly kind of boring needs right like your shampoo like your grocery you know all those very mundane day-to-day kind of stuff of course if uh, both of you are not together yet like you're not living together yeah that is more accurate if you're not living together then there can be a more creative way of managing a common household budget like a common makan budget law right that means everybody commit to maybe three hundred dollars to five hundred dollars of makan budget and then you know we'll just draw down from here as we go along the important part is really about managing money together managing small sums of money together to ultimately lead to managing money together because when you get married, I feel that, you know, it is it is um it is a given that you should manage money together as a collective. I, I don't really subscribe to the idea that, you know, uh you pay this, I pay that, and then just kinda of point fingers at each other. It's like, hey, why you never do this, why you never do that? But actually when we are in when we are a team, when we are married, when we are together, when you know, for whatever reason that you ultimately decide to settle down with this person. The goal is to support each other and not blame each other. So in my view, we need to manage money collectively. So pre-marriage in a stable relationship state, right? You should already start to look at how to manage a common budget, right? And I would just call it a common household budget. So of course, it would be great if you shift in together and, you know, start to get to know each other's day-to-day life because it is very different on a weekend you go to your partner's place to you know have fun have sex right then then life carries on on the weekday and then you meet up one of the nights you know it's very different compared to when you live day-to-day together and i understand that in singapore it is very expensive you know rental prices are like just rent a room right it's like six hundred dollars seven hundred eight hundred or depending on where you are at of course uh you know, it, it is very expensive and I get it, but I highly recommend you to do it, you know, whether or not it is expensive because it, to me, it is like, yeah, you can say that renting a, a space together is very expensive, but when I look at it, to commit to a life together, it is more expensive, right? So there must be a precursor and that precursor would be great if, you know, you can live together for a year, just kind of 
do it, you know, try it and see whether you can live together and manage that kind of common household budget. But if you are not at the level where you are staying together, you can still manage a common household budget. Like what I just recommend you to like, you know, manage a common makan budget, right? So every time we go out together, we will draw down from this budget. That will be great for everybody to start to learn and, you know, do this thing as a team rather than an individual. Which brings me to the second budget that you should have in a stable relationship. And this budget is called the his or her budget. Essentially, you realize that in this process of getting to know each other, there will be a lot of differences. Definitely. There will be some similarities, common interests, etc., etc. But there are a lot of differences. You may be born into a different kind of family structure, very, you know, dynamic by itself. And Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There will be lifestyle differences because you are brought up in a different structure, you are brought up in a different culture, so everyone is different. You come together, there is definitely differences. And the common difference, and some of the common differences is, you know, one person wants to spend on this thing and the other person does not want to spend on that same thing. Like maybe some, like the lady like to spa, like she really loves to go to the spa, but the guy looks at it as like, wish them all, why? You know, so boring. Or like the you know like the guy really likes to travel, but the lady doesn't like to travel. Or maybe the guy likes to travel, and the other guy likes to travel also. You know, so you realize that there are many different dynamics, you know, between partners and different kind of lifestyle differences, right? And if you don't manage this properly, it can become a problem. But when I look at it, right, how do I do it? It's like I always dedicate a certain amount of budget to his or her budget. Essentially, is I know that if my partner likes to eat at a restaurant, I'm not a huge fan of restaurants, especially where I live. I'm living in Subang now and in KL. A lot of restaurants are not good enough because for the price you pay, the things that they provide you is just not exciting enough for me because I cook really well. Okay, okay. At least everyone say I cook very well. But... So that is how I look at it. When my partner likes to go to the restaurant, but I personally don't like it. But it it is it is a it is a torn in the eye, you know, when, when one, one person really likes to go to the restaurant and the other person really just don't want to go. So what I do, I set a budget for it. So I know that, you know, my partner likes likes to likes to go to the restaurant, I set a budget. And when I look at it, so okay, I become a lot more emotionally calm to, you know, go on that direction of spending when it is not my interest right and to me that is very important because sometimes you know you never know what you learn in that process you know like there must be a reason why him or her likes a certain thing so why not you know give yourself that little bit of budget to then explore that interest of them with them 
So then you can, you know, get to know each other better and talk about it. It's like, hey, why you actually really like to come to restaurants? And then they will share with you. And that is a great way to learn about each other and to manage that kind of lifestyle differences because you're bound to have lifestyle differences, right? And trust me, everyone likes to spend, okay? They just like to spend on different things. Like, a lot of my friends think I don't spend money. It's not because I don't spend money. I just like to spend on certain things like I love to go backpacking and travel and get a new experiences. And that is not something that everyone likes. So there's always differences in spending, different kind of things that you like to spend on. So set a budget, a his or her budget, specifically to cater to their needs, right? So if... He, him or her really likes to go rock climbing. You don't like it, right? But, you know, you just dedicate a small budget and time to go and do, do with him or her so that you get to know each other better. So to me, that is extremely important. And the third budget that I'm going to share with you is something that I feel everyone should have, whether or not you're in a relationship. But in a relationship, this is you know, especially important. It is what I call the exploration budget. So many people stop exploring, right? They, they, uh, you know, a lot of people always say, wow, life very boring. Every day do the same thing. Then I ask them, what have you done differently? What have you tried differently? You realize that many people say, no law, I just go back, work, go back home after work. And then, you know, the cycle just repeats. And of course, you will never get new, new experiences. You'll never see new insights because you stop exploring. When we're younger, we are always exploring, trying new things, pushing boundaries. But as we go along, somehow or another, you know, for whatever reason, we go into repeat mode. Repeat, 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 which is fine because repeat creates something. If you think about it, right, civilization only grew when nomads decide to sit down, stay at one place and repeat. Build, 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 farm, 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 grow, grow, grow. But the reality is it gets boring because you're doing the same thing again and again and again. So in a relationship, this happens also. Right? You're always doing the same thing because after a while, if you reach your equilibrium. You know what they like, they know what you like, and then you're always doing the same thing. It gets a little bit boring. Huh? So why not both of you set a common budget called an exploration budget and do it. Set a time, set a, set a budget and you know, go and try something different. Like go and go for a hike, you know, go and try this new experiential dining place or go and pick up like art together, go for a dance class together, try things that you guys will never do in, in for, for the eternity of your life so far. And that will be very, very fun because you share common experiences, you build common experiences. And in my view, that is one of the best way to, you know, build understanding and build the relationship and get to know each other better to ultimately decide that do you want to take this even further, right? So do it, man exploration budget and if you try something new try something interesting and you found that really really useful you know between your partner please share with me please share with us we all want to build better relationship and we're all looking for interesting activities to go for so with that i'm going to sum up today three budgets that you should have in a stable relationship number one is a common household budget to test run before you get married together right try to manage a common budget together before you know you take on this one step further of marriage and the next budget is a his or her budget because you both have lifestyle differences you want to be able to you know feel emotionally calm when you spend in their interest and not yours but through this process you will learn a lot of things about him or her right so that will be fun and the third budget is exploration budget where both of you will try something that both of you never done before 
to experience new new aspects of life and get to know each other better. So I hope you learned something useful today. See ya! Hey, I hope you learned something useful today and truly appreciate that you took time off to better your life with a financial coconut. Knowledge is that much more powerful and interesting when shared, debated and discussed. I hope you would share what you've gained with people you love and I want to hear from you. Give me some questions and help me along with building our community of financially savvy coconuts. I hope together we can fulfill our curious minds and our desire for clarity. Email me at thefinancialcoconut at gmail.com. Message me on Facebook or join our community telegram group, The Financial Coconut. I will do my best to address your questions in future podcast series, especially if many people are concerned about the same topic. With that, have a great day ahead, stay tuned next week, and always remember, personal finance can be chill, clear, and sustainable for all. This is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher, because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait. Is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher.